Hey there, calling all industry real estate professionals, entrepreneurs, business owners, independent contractors to come on out to the next live Ready Set Real Estate workshop happening in the greater Los Angeles area at Southwest Escrow Community Room C on November 7th. That's 12 o'clock for a lunch and learn. And you guessed it. We are going to be discussing the five love languages in real estate. Create client loyalty for life. Learn the various personality types, introductions to CTAs and when to use them, and how to earn repeat business using the five love languages in real estate. Come on out November 7th for Lunch and Learn. Please RSVP on Eventbrite. Prepaid tickets are $25, and remember, portion of proceeds are donated to Real Estate 100 Youth Foundation. We'll see you soon. Well, it is about that time for Ready, Set, Real Estate. Listen up, listen closely. We are going to bring you another information-packed, powerful episode. Only here that we get to delve into these concepts, into these business opportunities, revolving around this wonderful thing we call real estate that impacts every aspect of our lives. I'm talking about waking, sleeping, breathing, and with our guest, he will delve into all the benefits as to why you want to learn more about this. Now, before I do that, I do want to remind you that this show is a proud supporter of Real Estate 100 Youth Foundation. That's this nation's very first real estate focused nonprofit for the youth and young adults. We teach children ages 10 and up real estate literacy, terms, concepts, and careers as an alternate pathway to success. Learn more at realestate100youth.org. You can donate. We welcome donations all year round. And it's like I've said before, You know, if you haven't figured out that nonprofit and charitable works is the money that makes more money, fire your accountant, get a better accountant, bottom line. Our show is repurposed on radio podcasts everywhere. I want to shout out to our listening audience on Spotify, Google Play, Anchor, Stitcher, Breaker, CastBox, on and on and on. Again, keyword, ready, set, real estate, and there you will find us. If you just need a little bit of mobile university while you're on the road, you're exercising or working out, or just need to just stay up to date, we appreciate you, fam. We really, really do. You can continue to be a great supporter of this show by donating to the nonprofit or become a loyal supporter for just five bucks a month. That ends on December 1st, and that gives you exclusive content and access as a law supporter. 
and discount on the Ready Set Real Estate merch. And you have access to the monthly real estate webinars happening every third Saturday of each month. All right. All right. All right. All right. Without further ado, I'd like to introduce my my guest. And listen, we're bringing him back. Tariq Bay is in the building. He is founder of the Smoke and Grow Rich Tours. He is a former executive of a tech company. He's an entrepreneur and real estate investor and now advises community farmers, small businesses and other interested parties on how to navigate their way into the explosive cannabis and hemp industries. I'm really excited about this because what that tells me is Tariq has leveled up since the last time we've had him on the show. And that's why we're, we're bringing him back. As I'll continue to share a little bit more about him, make sure you are tagging, you're sharing, you're reposting and letting someone know what we're going to discuss today. Without of the box strategies and forward thinking ideas, Tariq Bay decided to partner with cannabis and hemp professional consultants to start up and form the Smoke and Grow Rich Tours. The business model is based on the concept of arranging inform informative cannabis and hemp tours to the legal states like Colorado. Pay attention if I'm calling out your state. You should be paying close, close attention. Colorado, California, Nevada, Oklahoma, Florida, and even including Canada. 33 states have now legalized some form of cannabis and hemp use and sales with pending federal legislation that can soon legalize cannabis in all 50 states and the revised 2018 Farm Bill that now allows the farming and processing of industrial hemp. Tariq, welcome to the show. <laughs> How are you? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing, Lisa? Oh, great to have you back. Yeah, happy to be back, man. It's just, it's just feel like feel like I'm on Oprah or something, man. It's just, <laughs> you know, your, your level, your level of professionalism. Just a little, just a little. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to, you know, reintroduce you for those folks who have not had the opportunity to catch you on the last show. We had you on with Brother John, right? Your yeah, yeah, John. Yeah, we, we had you on with John, and that was fun. You know, there were a lot of people that when we, we promoted, they said, yo, I got to get with him. I got to shout out my brother, Wolfgang Odell. He's actually um, creator of the documentary. Uh, uh, it's West Coast Hip Hop. And I know I chopped it up, but I wanted to shout him out because he actually reached out to connect with you. And he said, listen, I just bought a piece of land. And I want to get with Tariq to see how he can help me do what I need to do. So I trust that you brothers have, have linked up. And um, if not, we want to make sure that you do so that you can continue to help the people that know there is money and opportunities. Um, so we're going to, I feel like we're going to level up this show. So this is, this is continuing. Listen, you guys check out um, in the caption, I'll go ahead and drop what episode Tariq was on when we first introduced Smoke and Grow Rich Tour, which I love, love the name because it's a play on words and you know how I feel about that. 
And so today we're going to level up in, and he's already, he's, he does more play on words. I appreciate my creators. <laughs> Hempstead, buying a family hemp farm. Talk to us about this and see, I'm a master teacher, master student. So I'm just going to listen and take notes. Oh yeah. 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 So um, like you said, um, we leveled up since the last, this is the last show. We, yeah. we made history. We actually did it. We pulled off the Smoke and Roadways tour. April, April this year, we had a nice turnout. Investors came from all over. The, entrepreneurs came from all over the country. Wow! And about the cannabis game, so we 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 we, we took them to the facilities. They saw grow operations. They saw dispensaries. They got to sit down at the feet of some of the top consultants in the game and learn what they needed to do to get into this cannabis space. Now that was all great. It was all fine and dandy. But at the end of the tour, once everything was, once the dust cleared and settled, right. the question was, how do we get into the game? Mm. What we want to do now, how do we get into it? Unfortunately, the barrier of entry was way still too high for a lot, okay. of, a lot of people, man. Some states uh, require just for application fee, ten dollars to $20,000 non-refundable. That's just for the application. Wow. Say that again. So how what was the application fee? Anywhere from ten to twenty thousand in some states. So ten racks easily, you guys. I mean, that sounds like a real estate investment right there. Yeah. Oh, you gotta flip a house just to just to apply. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to apply. You still might not even get it's just the application. So if you don't dot the I or cross your T properly, you're not gonna get it. So right. but but uh, but fortunately, if you did have the money, then my, my 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 team of consultants would actually help fill out those applications and put the you know if you needed some more experience to qualify for the license they would actually lend you theirs, so that was cool. But then once you pass that, some states require you to have two million dollars liquid in the bank, right? Cash. Like, wow. I mean, who has that? <laughs> they, you know, so the barrier entry was way too high. So I'm like, hmm, this this. We, we still not make you know we 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 still banging on the doors man how do we get right in? right so during my time there I, I I kept hearing people marijuana people referring to hemp CBD hemp right right I'm like I came here to learn about cannabis weed I ain't really want to know what, what's hemp and that's weed I don't really know what hemp was to me this hemp is weed I don't really know the difference but at the time. And so, uh, are you able to educate our audience yeah. for those of you who are little, they're a little standoffish? Because, you know, I mean, I think I, 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 we've all been exposed to it, right? But when I honestly have been seeing it, um, I've been watching you and following you on your IG. Make sure you drop that. You've been showing there was a, a product in Walmart. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, what is happening? What is happening with everyone selling weed? And that's well, that's what we think. We don't know. So break it down for us. What, I mean, so, what? So hemp and marijuana. I, 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 let me see my analogy. This, this, my analogy I like to use is: you got two twin sisters. Okay. Identical <laughs> twins. They look the same, talk the same, smell the same, everything. One of them personality is a little bit different. One of them may be the one who like the party. She's in the street all the time. She's always she's she's doing always always getting in trouble. 
And then she has her sister. She's the one always taking care of business. She's in school, the homebody. But, you know, she always getting blamed for everything her sister does because they look alike. Okay. <laughs> so that's, that's how I like to compare the two. But the difference, the real difference is, 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 the, is the chemical makeup of the plant. Okay. So it, it has uh, these things called cannabinoids. Um, so the, the chemical compound in, in marijuana, the reason that you get high is because, of course, it has THC in it. Okay. THC is, they like to say, is an elusive, you know, it's a drug uh, uh, that, that causes you to feel high. Sure. CBD okay. does not have as much THC in it. It has very little amount. Well, hemp has very little amount of THC. So the federal guidelines states that if the amount of THC is under 0.3%, then it's not considered marijuana, but it's considered to be industrial hemp. Industrial hemp under the 2018 Farm Bill is legal in all 50 states to transport, grow, sell, do anything you want with it. As mm. long as it's under 0.3%. So it all comes down to the testing of it. Anything over that is considered marijuana. So that's why you're starting to see it into stores and things of that nature. The, the 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 count the TAC count but uh, prior to 1937 it wasn't it was it was it was readily available in America you know it was a cash crop it was when our history particularly African Americans when we came over here because of our agricultural skills you know right. work these lands with no labor mm -hmm. you know we were growing four major crops a lot of people don't realize that it was four major crops it was tobacco it was uh, rice no tobacco cotton, rice, and my hemp, industrial hemp. Matter of fact, George Washington had a hemp farm. He was growing hemp because you can make 25,000 different products from this plant. It's a book called The Emperor Wears No Clothes. speaks all about the 25 different thousand products. That's why it's called industrial hemp. It's not called industrial corn. It's not industrial soy, but it's industrial hemp because you can power a whole industry off of this plant. So with the farm bill, that allows everybody to get into this game. It's cannabis, but it's the sister that don't get in trouble. <laughs> so Tariq just dropped some history on y'all. Listen, he gave you a book to read. He gave you a little history lesson. He gave you um, the percentage points so that you understand how it's graded in terms of legal to illegal Okay, see, my head is about to explode already, but I'm listening. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, so like I said, after the tour, you know, we heard about this farm bill. The farm bill allows people to, to grow hemp. So I was like, okay, cool. We started researching a little bit further, and then we started hearing these ridiculous numbers. Like, nah, mm. you're not going to just be telling me numbers like that. So we started hearing stories of farmers making $100,000 an acre for the crops. I'm like, $100,000 an acre, are you serious? And so we started researching and yeah, it was true. You know, apparently, you know, in 2014, this is where the CBD, the CBD craze really began in 2014. In Denver, Colorado, it was a, uh, uh, a, a, a young girl, her name was Charlotte. She was a she was a, she was a little girl. Her name was Charlotte. She was suffering from seizures. She was having seizures every six minutes. Mm. Every six minutes, she was having these seizures. 
Her mother was frustrated. She didn't know what to do. Imagine seeing your baby having a seizure every six minutes. Nothing you can really you can do about it. Right. So uh, there were uh, uh, some uh, these brothers who grow marijuana in, in, in Denver, Colorado. I believe they're called the Stanley Brothers. So they had a particular crop that they grew, but it wouldn't get nobody high. And that's bad business in Colorado. You growing cannabis and nobody getting high off it. So they were like, man, we we done we messed up this whole crop. We got some bad seeds or something. Let's find another, let's find another use for this. You know, so they end up processing it and turning it into oil. Cause they were, you know, they heard about, you know, there's different benefits of this oil, you know. But um, so somehow Charlotte's mother got a hold of this oil and she was told like it's it's not even gonna get her high, you know. It, you know, give it to her, see what it does. So she gave her daughter some of the oil, and she went from having a seizure every six minutes to six days, mm. six days, and then it went to, you know, basically living a, a semi-normal life because of this particular oil. And it was like, okay, it's CBD oil. It was crazy. But the thing about it, it was illegal in all the other states. So what, what, what happened, and this is a real estate lesson, supply and demand. So what happened is other people in different states start hearing about the benefits of this product and, and seeing what it did for this baby girl. And they had other kids and other family members who was going through similar situations, but they could not get access to this particular oil in the states. So what happened is it was a mad rush to Denver. People, wow. started, people started selling their houses, quitting their jobs, moving out to Denver, Colorado. And what happened, the price of real estate skyrocketed because of the supply and demand. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't a whole lot of, you know, housing, it wasn't enough housing for these people. So the, the value of the property started going skyrocketing. That's where we at today. That's why Denver's real estate is where it's at. But you know. Right. So when that happened, the uh, people in other states were like, you know what? Why should I have to go to Denver, Colorado to get access to this medicine? It got to be a way. It's, it's, it's not, it doesn't have TAC. It's not getting these people. How, how can we make this happen? So in Kentucky, you know, led by, I think it was Senator Mitch McConnell, he was approached by a lot of veterans, a lot of farmers in Kentucky who were making money growing. They was growing. They was growing tobacco. And they weren't really making that much money. And they said, hey, look, we already was prior to 1937. Kentucky was a big hemp producer anyway. Let's get back to our roots because we, you know, let's see what it is. Let's start growing this stuff. So the 2014 Farm Bill passed, allowing them to grow it for research purposes. So because okay. you, people want to know why is it that this baby's not having these seizures anymore? What compound in this, in this, in this medicine and this plant is causing this to happen, but we can't study something that's illegal. So they passed the 2014 farm, but the first version of it that started the CBD craze. And fast forward today, President Trump, you know, I don't like giving him credit for stuff too much, but he, he made America great again with that 2018 farm bill. I'll tell you that. You know <laughs> that that and see that and and the you know 2017 tax reform with the um oz opportunity zones um so with another topic another but see people want to see what they want to see right but i said this from well, i said this all you have to do is pay attention to what an interest is of a president and that's where the nation will be led exactly you know and <laughs> 
But <laughs> take the good with the bad. Take the good with the bad. So <laughs> what that 2018 Farm Bill did was it opened up a way to get into the cannabis space. Because if you look at the numbers, if a farmer's able to get anywhere close to 100000 an acre, if he can get $50,000 an acre for growing a plant like this, that means he can he can build him some wealth. If he has 10 acres and he's making uh, a half a million dollars off his 10 acres uh, or a million dollars off his 10 acres, he's got cash now. He's got cash now. Now, if you want to get and pay that uh, that that ten to twenty thousand dollar license fee, that ain't nothing for you to do now. Now, if you gotta have two million dollars uh, liquid in the bank, well, you done grow a couple of seasons of growing him. You was able to put that money to, towards that, so now you can buy your way into the cannabis, uh, the marijuana space if that's what you want to do. But you may not even want to do it after you making all the money growing in him. Why do that? You know, just grow some more. Right. So you know, that's 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 where we at today with this bill, man. People really need to find out and see what's going on. Why is it that this is projected to be a twenty-two billion dollar industry by twenty twenty? Right. At the end of right. 2020, you know. Right. Oh man. So that. So my mind is racing because I was just thinking about USDA loans. United States Department of Agriculture issues one hundred percent financing for those because they want to encourage you all to buy land and grow crops because we need it to survive. That's called economic <laughs> economics. So um, we're gonna put a posted in that. I'll come back to that. I'm sure somehow they're figuring out how to get it on the list so they can get more folks to be encouraged to utilize um, their farms. And, and here's the thing, people don't, I covered this during the government shutdown and I, I did a snippet about it. Uh, for those of you who don't know, they actually have programs to show you actually how to farm. They will not only give you 100% financing, but they will show you how to grow the crops. <laughs> so, this is all timely because we are in, it, we are at a very profound time, you guys. Um, Tariq, let's just jump, let's jump in here. Um, let's talk. So you covered to me offline Hempstead. What was that? And then I want to talk about the licensing, um, getting licensed in your state. Well, so the Hempstead. I mean, if you look at the history of the country, let's just you in California. Yeah. yeah. People weren't always populating. LA wasn't always like that. No. <laughs> back, back, back after the Civil War, you know, they have uh, boatloads of people coming in off of boats, immigrants coming into the country because the United States was opening up, spreading out west. They wanted people to settle these new lands and these new territories. So they were, they were, they had these packages called homesteads. Or you 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 go get you some piece of land if you were willing to work that land and, and claim that land and the government would help you own your home and you would that's how the, that's how the West was expanded. So I took that same concept. It's, we gotta understand, especially you know people of color. After we were after we were freed, um, so called freed or whatever, when they asked about reparations, they asked our ancestors January twelfth, eighteen sixty five in Savannah, Georgia. Twenty of our ancestors were in a room with with with, with, with 
General Sherman and and and, and, and Secretary of War um, Stanton, and he asked him. He said, "Man, you 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 were enslaved for all these years. You you your people endure so much. What can United States government do for you at this time to make all that right?" After all that, just imagine anything you can ask for. They're just giving you, just write your own ticket. Anything that you can ask for, what do you need? And Garrison Frazier, the representative of that group, he was mm -hmm. he was a freed man. He 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 freed, he bought his freedom before Sherman came. So he wow. he was a businessman. He he knew economics. He understood he was an educated man. And he told him, he said, Look, we don't only thing my people need, just give us land. You brought us over here to grow. We built one of the strongest agriculture industry in the whole world. We know how to grow everything. If you give us some land and you give us some equipment, we can take it from there. That's all we want. And just leave us alone. Let us do our thing. So that's where you get the 40 acres and the mule scenario. Because our ancestors realized that land ownership was the way to go, was the way to financial freedom. Because with land, you can feed yourself. You can house yourself, you can clothe right. yourself, you can take care of your family with land. So that being said, they, they gave us the 40 acres, but we all know what happened. Lincoln was assassinated and they took it back. So we end up sharecropping. Mm -hmm. the, 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 the growers, the landowners did not ever plant anything, but they still needed the labor. So it went from we went from slaves to employees. So look, listen, if you work this land, we, 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 we'll split the profits with you on the end. You know, but at the end of the, at the end of the harvest, you have to it's, it's, you have to pay for you know until those until the harvest come, you got to survive. You got to pay for your rent. You got to pay for right. your food. You got to pay for all type of expenses. That's when we was introduced to credit. <laughs> well, high interest yeah. loans, and so at the end of the at the end of the agreement, we was always in the hole, and that created yeah. a cycle of despair, and depression, and what happened is. We got tired of that and we start leaving the farms or we start going up north to these cities and, and things of that nature. So we left the farms, we left the agriculture life behind because mm -hmm. it wouldn't make us no money. It wasn't doing anything for us. So that way our life was kind of lost to us. But now we in a we in a, we, we have an opportunity to get back at agriculture in a way that could make us money, in a way, in a way that we can actually, if you got you 40 acres now. You don't want 40 acres in a mule right now. You want you 40 acres in a John Deere tractor. You get <laughs> a John Deere tractor, that's your reparations. If somebody tells you you can get $100,000 an acre, you got 40 of them, you do the math. You can free yourself. So with a homestead situation, what I'm saying is, okay, let's use these programs like the USDA loan that, that give you money in rural communities where land is cheap. But we, you're so used to the city. If you're in the city struggling, hey, why you sit in the city and struggle because you're around these buildings? You know, you can go to the south, come back to the south, where all this land at, get these land cheap, get a house on this land, and grow you some hemp. Pay off your house, pay off all your debts, and once you're free, you can go back to the city. It could be your summer home. You understand? But it's a way to get free, the way to get out of these economic conditions. Go back to the farms, get your reparation, get your 40 acres in the tractor. That's what a homestead is. I mean, a hempstead. I call it a hempstead. Come back, let's work these abandoned lands. Or you got you got land in the family that, you know, people tired paying the taxes on. This got this is just got you know, cut uh, you, you got an Aunt Susie, she in South Carolina somewhere. She got 10, 15 acres or 20 acres or 40 acres, and they paying the taxes on it, or they ain't paying the taxes on it, and people taking the land and 
It's just sitting there and doing the family no no good. What these families need to do is come together and say, hey, look, we got this land, but in our family all these years, they ain't been making us no money. How can we make some money? Oh, industrial hemp. Well, how do we get into the game? Oh, okay. Call Smoke and Grow Rich. Smoke and Grow. Call Tyree. They'll come to your community and they'll show you how to get started. How to how to prep your land. You know how do you how do you grow this plant? Where you get your genetics from? How do you make money from it? Turn the land into an asset now because land. You in real estate, highest and best use. What's the highest and best use of that land? Sitting there, just collecting taxes, ain't doing that. Or growing. absolutely right. It's highest and best use, and they will see they will seize a property uh, via eminent domain for highest and best use. Um, we're seeing it right now. These areas that have been gentrified. If you or someone you know has been a business owner and they had been bought out, and their property and their building and the land that building sits on has been taken by the government, which is their right to to see to seize a property for highest and best use. Tariq shared so much right now. Um, so that tells me this brother here is passionate. He's knowledgeable. He's experienced as I opened up the show and said that he's got a background in, in tech innovation. He's an entrepreneur and a real estate investor. And, you know, Tariq shared with me offline and I, I, I want you to let people know just kind of how, how you feel about this. Cause you said something that was really key, which, you mentioned about being able to put everything you've learned together. Yeah, so what you're talking about a an industry, a brand new industry. It's new, but it ain't new. Right. You at the very beginning of an industry. Now, just like any other any other industry, you have supporting and ancillary businesses that you can connect to it. So if you got a brand new for, for instance, let's take real estate. You know, I I had a I had a passion for real estate. And now that I'm saying, okay, you know what? I wanted to develop a, a, a community, a subdivision once. You know, I never got around to doing it, but that was always a dream of mine to develop a, to develop a subdivision. Now I'm looking at that a little different. I say, you know what? What if I buy 40 acres, right? And I subdivide it into five, well, eight five-acre lots. And I put a house on each one of these lots. And I sell it to... Uh, so to some families and and each one of these families now have a lot and then they got four acres to grow uh, hemp on and we so this this whole community grow grows the hemp and they take that money that they they raise from selling the hemp and they take it to build up that community to 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 build them a school or grocery store or just like just like they did our ancestors try to do with in Greenwood and Rosewood and things like that, but we're taking the money, the revenues from the hemp, and we're building up our communities. And it's not even a theory; it's actually happening right now. It's happening right now. It's a company called Hemp Inc. There are a they they a European company. Um, well, they they're based in North Carolina, but they're primarily Europeans. You, you don't see a whole lot of you know African Americans with them, but I love what they're doing. They, they call it Ken's Village. They they bought a plot of land, like two hundred and something acres in Arizona. And they 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 growing in a desert, but they're taking the money that they they're taking the money that they're growing the the, the hemp and they put it in the community and they're building up the communities with it. So you 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 got that going on. You also in that same scenario when you building these when you building these structures, the building material that you're using to build the, the structures off. Now you can use hemp, a product called hempcrete, and this is the leftover waste of the product after you make the CBD oil that's being currently thrown away but it's 
It's, it's, it, it, it lasts longer than any other uh, material. It's fireproof. It won't mold. It lasts a thousand years and it makes the house breathe. It's energy efficient. It's a superior building material. So imagine using that material to build that same community. So now you got your construction, you got real estate in one. I mean, just it, it, it goes on and on. And we're just talking about, you know, it's, it's 25,000 different other products. You, you, you're talking about fuel. We can, we can take four uh, uh, acre of uh, hemp. Uh, it's equivalent to 30 barrels of oil. A lot of people don't know that. So you could use that. If you want to make some paper, you know, you cut down a tree, it takes you 20 years to grow that tree back. But if you use that same uh, hemp fiber, you can grow that hemp fiber back in four months. So, right. I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a super crop. You know, right. so it's a super it's, crop. It's, it's a super crop. crop. <laughs> I like that. You know, so it, but you have to have that land. Land is key to it. If you don't right. have land, just like our ancestors knew way back 155 years ago. You got to have some land. Got to have some land. Right. So let's get into um, licensing and how to get licensed in your state and what you know what you want to share about that. And of course, listen, you guys, for those of you who are listening and tuning in, you definitely can book a consult with Tariq Bay. Uh, check out smokeandgrowrichtour.com. Again, that's smokeandgrowrichtour.com. Um, I'll ask Tariq to drop a contact at the end of the show so he can stay tuned. I'm sure there's going to be some offers and some perks and more. So stay tuned through the end because we are we are just touching the surface of this. And so this is not meant for you to get a whole class. This, this is not what we do here. <laughs> we don't do class. We do information education. All right. So licensing in the state. So, in North Carolina, so like I said, the barrier entry is not that hard to get into grow him. You don't have to have twenty million dollars in the bank. You don't have to pay a ten thousand dollar license. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. It might happen in the future, but for right now, like in North Carolina, man. So the only thing they require you to to, to do is number one, you can't have any felonies. Um, any okay, so no felonies. Any drug related felonies, which. Yeah, no drug-related felonies. No drug-related felonies. You have to uh, the year, the, the the year, the prior year that you're filing for your license, you have to already the year before you have to already have uh, um, filed on your tax return some income from a farm. Got it. So you you have to show and prove that you are operating as an experienced exactly. farmer. Exactly. You have to do that, um, and basically just give the GPS coordinates or where you want to. Uh, grow your grow your product at, and just let them know. Okay, here's where I'm getting my seeds from, and this is what I'm gonna do when I when I, after I grow. Here's what I'm selling to. So once you pass all that, and you got a, a license, then you're able to operate. Now uh, you know a lot of people. Come on, man. We we've been in the cities all this all this time. We haven't been. We don't got any farm income, you know. So exactly what we what we do is with our homestead packages that we are offering um, in North Carolina. We are. We will allow our partners who partner with us to grow their first year crop under our license. Oh, yeah. So we will extend that courtesy and let you grow until because once you sell, once you make that, once you sell some product from your first crop, now that's the income you can show on your uh, tax returns as, as a bona fide farmer, and now you can go get your own license. You know what I'm saying? So for, so we 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 set up deals like that. 
and you know we, we do a split of course um of, of the profits and you know basically get you in the game in north carolina we're going to be doing this in other states but we're most we're most strong we're most stronger in north carolina because of our partners my, my, my partner for instance he he's the uh he's the uh he was featured in hip magazines the black farm of the year he has experience he's actually go put two crops in the ground he grow big plants you know his plants are yielding about a uh uh, three, three, three pounds a plant. You know what I mean. And in North Carolina, for those who don't know, the 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 number one selling thing out here right now is 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 is. I don't know if you can see that. Hold on. Yeah, this is a case. But let me pull this out. This is looks like a looks, looks like, like a <laughs> Looks like a joint. It's right. It's like a marijuana cigarette. But this mm -hmm. is not marijuana. This is CBD, high CBD flower. Man, you smoke this. You won't get high, but you will get some of the health benefits of you. If you're going through some type of anxiety, it'll bring your anxiety levels down. If you're going through some pain, um, you know, we all have what's called the endocannabinoid system. And that's what was discovered. That's what the CBD does. It has the, it, 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 our bodies are made to accept a substance from these plants and they just discovered it. So it, this, this CBD attack uh, attaches to your endocannabinoid system. If you if you got pain receptors, it'll cut off the pain. Do you see videos of people taking um going through seizures and convulsions and they get this to get these cannabinoids into them and they stop because it tells the mind it tells the brain to just relax man cool off you don't you don't got to seize up so there's a lot of health benefits and you don't got to seize up yeah you ain't got to seize up just smoke some of this or, or drink take you some of the oil so this right now but in north carolina this this is selling for five uh high high quality cbd that's 19 18 percent 15% CBD, lower TAC. This plant is selling from $500 to $1,200 per pound. And if you do the math, if you're growing in a greenhouse and you, you, you got 100 pounds of this, this every four months, you're able to make that type of money. You know, you, you make hundreds of thousands of dollars selling this because of this right here, man. So it's a tremendous opportunity that people need to really take a look at. It's not, like I said, it's not marijuana, but it's, it's her cousin. And, you know, you, you want to date her, right. she'll get you in trouble. You know, and so, you know, when I ask you to share for our listing audience, it's, it's completely educational. And, you know, right now, when I look in terms of investments and where the states are moving, I mean, you guys, we're, we, you would be living in the, in a very archaic time or an old world if you don't, allow yourself to be open-minded to the shift that is happening in money, in how to create money, how to recognize opportunities, and how to cultivate land for more money outside of what we've been thinking in terms of multifamily units, et cetera, et cetera. Because I've shared this before, and this is why I feel like with Ready Set Real Estate, we have a lifetime of content because real estate is industrial, manufacturing, agricultural, residential, and commercial. You own 60 feet of the airspace above you and six feet below you. Yeah, yeah, mineral rights. <laughs> mineral rights. You got to add it. Mineral rights. Right. And, and it's funny because, uh, you know, we did a segment on that understanding title insurance and talking about paying attention to what comes with the land, these easements, these encroachments and stuff like that. 
So this is why we do terms concepts. So you understand once you understand this, you can move in confidence in the world of how to use this information to empower not just yourself, but your family and your communities. All right. So again, um, that was that was great. I mean, that was a, a nice surprise. So listen up, you guys get connected, pay attention. So of course you say, well, I'm not an experienced farmer, but now when you become partners with Tariq Bay and his consulting crew and their their organization, they will allow you to leverage. This is called OPM, other people's money. This is other people's money you leveraging right now. It's just a whole nother another way of doing it. Okay. Oh, I'm excited. I'm getting I'm getting fired up. All right. Let's um let's go into uh you wanted to touch on Hampstead, how to get a new house in North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Maryland. Um, how are you doing on time? I mean we we going in. Yeah, we, let's go, man. We, I'm here. Okay, I'm here. so go for it. Um, so, so with the with these, we got a we got lender partners that we have a particular program that I like lending partners. Yeah, <laughs> we have a particular program in particular that uh, it's it's a new construction loan. So you able to if you find if we basically you find you and let me give you a scenario. You you go one of these particular states, because that's where they lend at, with this particular product. You go, you, you find you a piece of land, or we find it for you. And let's say you find, let's, let's go through some now, five acres of land. Mm -hmm. so you find a nice five acre lot. And now we, we, have, uh, we have some builders that we work with who have some unique products. I think I mentioned uh, we're gonna actually bring him on the show. Uh, my man from uh, from from Keo Tiny Homes. He he has a unique product was featured on Fox News with these particular uh, tiny home projects. So it could be. Yeah. A, a it's not it's not the one on wheels. They have a foundation. They they may run. They may be like six hundred to a thousand square feet, but a real decked out hardwood, uh, hardwood floors, mar marble countertops. Uh, high ceilings, smart technology all through it. It's real nice, real nice. You might want to get one of those built. I'm just saying, you might want to check one of those out. But okay. uh, you know, so, so uh, you know, you get this land and say you take a, a quarter of an acre and you build your house on. So now you got another, what, four and a half acres that you right. can possibly grow on now. So you go ahead, to, so the land will, the, the loan will purchase the land and will pay for the construction of the new house. And to qualify for this, you just have to have a 660 credit score, two years tax returns, and as little as 3% down. Get to one of these programs. One of these I like that. 660 yeah. credit score, 3% down, yeah. two years tax returns, meaning you've got to actively file that you're, you know, be, you're able to qualify for this loan. Um, you mentioned in an example just for five acres. So some people may be, may be intimidated because that's huge. Okay. That's huge. One acre is huge. All right. And so, you know, I'm in California, we dealing with like 5,000, 6,000 square foot lots. Typically, I mean, you're out there in, in uh, ATL and those areas like North Carolina. I think you, that's normal for y'all. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. yeah. That's so normal for y'all to be like, yeah, yeah, I bought a new house. It's on 10 acres. So my question is, for those of us who are inexperienced in this area, is there a minimum for the acreage, like for uh, your living partners? No, no. I said I, I said five acres because I think five acres is enough to to really 
to really, you know, make you some real money. Because, you know, with that five acres, let's just let me just give them, let me just share some math to, to with, with, with the audience. So let's just take this let's, let's just go through the scenario with me. So you got five, you got this you only using four acres. You because you, you built your house, you might put a pool on there, you know what I mean? You want a little, little space for the kids to run around. So now you got four acres left. So every acre you can plant. Two thousand plants. If you space it right, if you space it correctly, I will, I will, I will. Consultants, I'll grow, I'll grow. Consultant will help you space your pro, space your plants out. So let's say you get two thousand uh, CBD hemp plants per acre. So that's four times two thousand. That's eight thousand plants. So let's say our grower, you know, he'll you're gonna get about two pounds every plant. So two two pounds of CBD plant. So we're gonna take that. So that's about eight thousand times two. What's that? Sixteen thousand pounds. All right, so now you have sixteen thousand pounds. Let me, let me pull out my friend the calculator here. <laughs> you got sixteen thousand. So let's say uh, you, we're gonna take that hemp and we're gonna sell it off the biomass. We're gonna sell that to a processor. The processor is gonna take that. That 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 poundage that two that that sixteen thousand pounds and he's gonna turn it into CBD oil and they're gonna sell it on the market. CBD oil is very expensive and it, like I said, it's not going nowhere. But they're gonna they're gonna pay you per percentage point of CBD that you have. So let's say for instance, this is for math's sake, they give you uh, uh, four dollars per 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 percentage point of CBD. You got ten percent CBD, they're gonna give you four dollars per percentage point. So that's Four times ten percent—that's forty dollars a pound that they're going to give you. So you take that forty dollars times that sixteen thousand plants times forty—that's six hundred and forty thousand dollars for those four acres that you just grew. Wow, six hundred and forty thousand. Now the house—you this is not LA, so you ain't paying six hundred thousand for the house, and right. you might get the house in the land for under two hundred and fifty thousand. Right. So right, you you pay for your house. You have the right. game. You pay for your house. Whatever else else debts you got coming up, you pay them off. That next season, that's all profits. So yeah, if you won't get you a cup. You won't get at least at least five acres. I'm saying because the math yeah, makes sense. minimum. Yeah. <laughs> five acres man and, and, i like that i like that that was a good math and i'm glad you brought it out so that people can really conceptualize you know the numbers the opportunity and you know some people may feel a little squirmish and uncomfortable you talking about making over six hundred thousand dollars um so smoking grit consultants may you know you guys have to offer a great a legal team and uh, accounting and tax advisor team for you know folks who are jumping in and making this kind of money. <laughs> hey, you know, we 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 like I said, we we point you in the right directions. We may not do it, but we say, hey, look, we refer. We got a nice network that we refer you to certain people. You know, like exactly. I'm not a grower. I'm I'm a concept guy. I'm an idea guy. I, I put things together, but I make sure I went and got the guy who was in the magazine. You know, who right. who got a track record. So you gotta go with what I'm saying. You, I'm gonna let him talk to you, and we're gonna put this thing together. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, that's that's just that's just how we roll. But yeah, we do offer consulting uh, services. We, you know, you can you can you know, we we offer. Well, I, I I used to start off with an hour consultation. You know, we don't we don't we don't charge a whole lot for that. It's like ninety nine dollars. I, I I give you 
a basic the basics within the hour. And if you want to go a little further, then we can talk about doing business. And and if you wanted to bring us to your to your, let's say you got some family in in, in, in down south somewhere, and you want to get a group of people together, you thinking about doing this for 2020. Well, you know, $2,500 to take care of travel. We'll bring the show to, on the road. We'll come to your community. You you, you you get the space to take our expenses, our hotels or whatever. And we will show you how to get started in this game because 2020 is fast approaching. By May, because it's a growing season. The growing season begins around May 15th and goes all the way to October. That's what Halloween is. Halloween is basically in the harvest season. That's, that's what yes, it is. It's How timely harvest. that we're having this show. Exactly. It's, it's harvest. So people plant it. The people that's making, that's about to make a real a lot of money right now, they plant it around May. Right. About six, uh, five months ago, right? Five, yeah. six months ago. They're going to they do it in October. But the thing about it, they took, a, they took an enormous risk doing that because a natural disaster could have wiped them out. And they yeah. didn't have a crop insurance. The fortunate thing about doing it for 2020, the federal government uh, will be providing crop insurance. So this whole game is changing. If you look at what just happened recently with the uh, Safe Banking Act, you know, they, they're, they're, they're the banks are now being able to take cannabis money now. So that means this thing about to go federal. So this whole game is about to open up. But even when we go federal, if you don't have no cash, you can't take advantage of it anyway. So get into the game where the barrier entry is not that high. Not, not that high. Now, no, no, it's still, you still have to use money. You still have to have money to play this game because to make that type of money, you got upfront expenses. You got to pay for genetics. You got to pay to prep the land. So it, to grow outdoors, you're averaging about $15,000 an acre. You know, because that means you got to pay for your genetics because you won't use no seeds. You want to use clones. These are clippings from from female plants because CBD is all mother plants, all female plants, mm -hmm. male plants. You got to make sure they all female plants. And the best way to make sure they're all female is to clip them from a female plant and use those clones and you plant those. Those clones run you anywhere from four to seven dollars a clone. So yeah, that's that's one of the some of the costs you're going to incur up front. Then you got your labor, then you got a, your irrigation and things like that. So it, it averages about to be like fifteen thousand per acre. But the return on investment, the ROI, if you do it right and you got a, a real grower that's helping you, showing you what you need to do, and you got crop insurance if something goes sideways on you, you know at least you recovered there. I think it's a wonderful opportunity. You know, wonderful. Yeah, because based on the math you did, if I do fifteen thousand for per, I think you said four acres, because we you calculated about um, for four acres, it was like six hundred and forty thousand. So if the cost is fifteen thousand per acre, we're at sixty thousand. So it's costing you sixty thousand um, in operational expenses and maybe staff. Does that include staff? I don't know, like people yeah. and other. I mean, that in. You, this, but, this, you gotta take care of the plants, you know, you gotta-, you yeah, gotta and still, you know, 15, you know, 60,000, even if I ran up to about 90, if I even, even if I do 100,000, yeah. you're grossing 640. 640, you're still winning. You're still winning. That's easy math for me. I like easy math. Tariq, do you have any final words as we get ready to wrap up the show? I think we touched on some great topics in terms of licensing, the states where is where it's readily accessible to jump in. Um, we've definitely plugged you in uh, in here for those of you who are listening and tuning in and would like to learn more, would like to book a consult or have uh, Tariq and team 
come to your community. Um, he threw that out there and I thought that was very generous for him to throw that out here so that you guys know that um, don't sleep. Don't get caught sleep. Don't be sleeping out here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only thing I want to say is, you know, do your research, man. Uh, don't don't just like take do what I'm like saying is the gospel. Research it yourself. You'll see what I'm telling you. And the numbers I'm telling you is kind of conservative. Those are not, they're, they're, they're different type of numbers I could be giving you, but you ain't even going to believe me. So I don't know. I'm not even going to mention those numbers, you know, but do your research <laughs> and start thinking like, listen, this is, this is, this is, this is not too good to be true. This is actually going on. It's a whole industry merging in front of your eyes. If you've been looking for something to get into, uh, something for the family to do, you know, imagine you out there with your family, y'all working the land like we did back in, back in the old times past when we worked the land as a family and we, we got something that the land is taking care of you. The land is taking, putting food on your, on your table, clothes on your back, paying on your, paying off your bills like it was supposed to do. You know, get back to that. Get back to the land. Just, just, just open your mind. Research. We are available. You know, follow us on Instagram. That's the best way to reach us. Um, you get to actually see. You know, we, we not just talking about things. We out there doing it. You, you, you get to see us going to the farms. You get to see us going to the greenhouses. We get. We What's get your social media on Instagram for our listening, um, our listening audience on the radio podcast? Yes. Where so it's a uh, smoke and grow rich tour. Smoke and Grow Rich Tours on Instagram. Smoke and Grow Rich Tours on Instagram. Um, on Facebook, I believe our Facebook group is Black Hemp Farmers 2020. Got it. Uh, check us out on that. Um, but yeah, Instagram is the best. Is there group. a number you wanted to leave for people to reach out to you? If um... Yeah, yeah. So you can reach me on my cell, um, okay. 704-385-1094. Um, One more time. 704-385-1094. It can reach me there. Um, email smokinggrowrich at gmail.com. Um, yeah, just, just check us out, man. But like I said, it's 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 happening with the without us. You might as well make it with you and don't get caught on the sideline where this is on like this. It's happening, it's gonna happen. It's federal the, the, the whole cannabis thing. In the next two, three years, it's going to be federally legal in all states. It's going to happen, whether you want it to happen or not. It's going to happen. CBD not going anywhere. Hell, they got they got new products called CBG, CBN. I mean, it's different. It's 113 different um, um, compounds in this plant that they even know what to do yet. So, yeah, man, this is a new. This this is something new. It's exciting. And we need we need we need more people in it, man. We need more representation. Rep, rep, we need a representative, uh, rep, more represent more rep, rep, representatives of our culture in the space. I'm sorry, I got twisted with that. I, uh, I agree. I agree, and I think that's a great way to end on that note. We do need to be represented, um, and that's exactly what Ready Set Real Estate has been about. It's about representation in the real estate business industry all around the world leave it to mainstream media we don't exist however this platform you've seen it here first and you've seen a lot of many firsts where we're touching on topics where you've seen diversity and you've seen the diaspora involved in amazing things make sure you are subscribed to our show keyword ready set real estate on radio podcast everywhere donate at realestate100youth.org and remember Listen, become a loyal supporter. 
links down below, up above, wherever you're experiencing this radio podcast. And remember, we are Facebook Watch Live and YouTube Live, Facebook and YouTube Live show. This is so exciting and new. We um, officially made the cut. So woo-hoo, we in there. Tariq, I want to say thank you again for coming on and sharing your knowledge, uh, your passion, really. I could tell you're really fired up. And one thing I appreciate is that you you definitely advocate due diligence. Have people research, 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 um, because that's kind of where we get caught up. We jump in without doing our homework. <laughs> yeah. All right, you guys. We'll see you next week on another powerful information-packed episode on Ready, Set, Real Estate. See ya.